Hello, everyone. Welcome to Podcasting with Seniors. My name is Joe Clausey, and I'm your ACE principal and your traveling principal here. We're back for another episode with some of the seniors from the class of 2020. They are Damian Fenn. Say hello, Damian. Hey, guys. What's up? Miles Webster. Say hello, Miles. Hey, how you doing? Isaac Soul. Say hello, Isaac. Hello. And Bradley Walsh. Say hello, Bradley. Hey. So this episode is uh, a special episode here following up on the heels of the McGuire interview. We have two interviews that are slated for today. Um, this first one I'm pretty excited about. It includes Brady Walsh. Um, Bradley's brother Brady is on the show with us and we're going to have Adam and ask him a couple of questions. First, Brady, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm oh, good. Thanks for coming on the show with us. Um, and so you currently go to Cam High, is that correct? I do. And you are also a senior? I am. Okay. Um, how is it going at Cam High so far? Uh, well, you know, stuck in the house in quarantine and, you know, just a bunch of, uh, assignments uh, and, you know, losing the senior activities and all that. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is, my man. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I'm glad that you have that perspective because that's what we need to kind of keep keep on the front of our minds, right? Like, it sucks, but it yeah. is what it is. We're healthy. Um, we're going through it, I'm sure. Um, Cam High is going to make up for this in some way, shape, or form, just like we're trying to at ACE. Mm -hmm. um, and I also will add before we get into our questions um, that I definitely think you guys have an awesome principal uh, at the helm and it's somebody who you need right now to take you through a time like this. So uh, I think mm -hmm. you guys will be just fine. Mm -hmm. Bradley, start us off, man. Fire away. Right, right. Um, so how was your senior life before and after the whole COVID nonsense is going on right now, right? How oh, man. <laughs> Uh, it was a little all over the place. Um, you know, first start of the year with work experience and getting out after fourth period, I walked out of school, felt like I was doing something wrong or I was going to get chased by the cops. And, <laughs> you know, and then I would go to work and, you know, not even get off or get home till like six or seven. And now it's like, now I'm at home. You know, I'm not really working that much because, you know, of all, because of COVID-19 and uh, just trying to find new hobbies. Uh, like I've found a new hobby like editing and, you know, and I've just been doing school. And it, it's definitely changed very quickly. Yeah, being static is so weird right now, man. Like you're not doing anything, right? We're just supposed to stay home all the time and whatever. So... I can see how that kind of works out, right? You're doing stuff before and now you're doing nothing. And it's like, man, great. What, what do I do now? You know? Yeah, exactly. And I was like hanging out with friends, you know, it, like, like sometimes after school, you know, me and my friends, we would go, go get something to eat because we got out of school early. And now it's like, well, we, we can't even go anywhere now. Now I'm stuck to playing with my friends on Xbox every night. <laughs> I, I think it's definitely um, something that we should also let the listeners know. Um, Brady and Bradley, you guys are twins, right? Which one is older? <laughs> he is. Okay. By like the about most minuscule amount. Minutes. Okay, yeah. by a few minutes. Yeah, by um, what, like six minutes? You, you forever hold that title based on just a couple of minutes. Um, <laughs> usually you would, you would assume, I guess, that uh, twins that are born just a few minutes apart would look identical. However, that is not the case with the two of you guys. Is that correct, Brady? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the only thing that is similar about us is our middle name and last name. That's and, it. And so the, the Bradley that <clears throat> the Ace Charter community all knows and loves um, is one of our computer science stars, um, definitely has a mind that uh, is future driven with regards to um, technology and engineering, mechanical engineering. 
Um, Bradley is a, a coder, a programmer. Bradley is one of the best students in that pathway. So how, when, when you say that you're different in every other way at school, what, what are you like at school? Uh, well, I'm just, I guess you can say I'm kind of like your average Joe at school, you know, I mean, I don't say, I wouldn't say I get like straight A's, but my grades aren't bad, uh -huh. but I am definitely chasing something way more different because uh, I do plan on going to the Air Force. So everything <laughs> that I've been doing at school is um, been, has been uh, trying to get me to the right path and doing the right things for the air force okay okay and you were an athlete as well uh, a little bit yeah a i played bit. baseball for i think about nine years and then i just stopped playing just because uh got injured and was getting a little tired of the game okay okay fair enough i was also a former baseball player and i refused to watch it anymore after the houston astros have destroyed Oh boy. Major League Baseball's <laughs> reputation in my mind. But we don't have to go there. We'll save that for another episode. Um, mm. And so, do you guys even look alike? I mean, no way. <laughs> blue eyes. I mean, I mean, he's got green eyes now, but we used to both have blue eyes. So, I did not it. have blue eyes before. Uh huh. Bradley denying any connection he has with his brother. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Didn't happen. That's Never awesome. Happened. So you guys don't even look really alike minus the eye color. Fascinating. That's super fascinating. The opposite of what I would have expected going into this. Um, but I, I wanted to make that clear for the listeners because I think that's fascinating. As usually we would associate um, twins with quite the opposite. But Isaac, go ahead. I don't mean to interject. Take us away. No, it's all good. Uh, so Brady, you said you're interested in the military and that you're working. Uh, so how has the stay-at-home orders affected your future plans? Oh man, that's a really good question because uh, the Air Force recruiter texted me. He's like, "Hey man, uh, you're gonna have to go through MEPS." And for those who don't know what MEPS are, it's basically where you take the military test and get all your medical uh, records and stuff all squared away. But um, he's like, "We can only send one person at a time, and it's all the way in LA, so the processing is a whole lot slower." And I and my shipping date, which I don't know when it is yet, uh, is getting delayed further and further by this whole thing. Wow. Um, but I could also take an online uh, ASVAB as a test. And uh, problem is those that already took the ASVAB like I think a year and a half ago, and I think it needs to expire first before I can even take that. So. Oh, interesting. It's, it's, there's a lot of things going on, and uh, it's going to – delay my uh, plans uh, huh. pretty far. Do you think that the delays possibly helped with like retaking that ASVAB, as you said, online? Do you think it's uh, possibly, I know you aren't getting shipped until way later and you don't even know, but do you find that delay a slight blessing since you could possibly take the ASVAB again? Um. Uh, can you repeat that question? So you said you wanted to retake the ASVAB online, correct? Uh -huh. And you can't do it until the previous one expires. Right. Do you think that basically this delay and like this pushing back of your order to be deployed and things like that is a slight blessing since you can take that again? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. And especially if it being online and me being able to take it from home, I'm, I get to pace myself. Yeah. And also I don't feel so pressured and I'm not, and the other thing is too, is if I were to go to regular maps, I'd be going all the way to El Segundo in LA for two days, like by myself. And that's like, and that's not necessarily a big deal, but it's definitely out in my comfort zone. And it, you know, it just kind of, my focusing level wouldn't be there just because I'm so uncomfortable and I'm in a really different situation. You know what's interesting but about I do that, get more Brady? Study. You, you, I like that. I like that you're you have that perspective because that's a good question, Isaac. When when you think about it, Brady, if you are in more of a comfortable test taking environment and you can take your time, the way you take tests best, the military may get a better or more accurate picture of who you are, and therefore utilize your skills and expertise better. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Like that could be 100%. really win-win. I, I know that that test, the ASVAB exam, and those of you out, here, uh, out there listening that, that aren't familiar with the ASVAB exam, it's as old school as assessments get, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, I don't remember. We don't even have Scantrons at, at school anymore. So, so there's that side of things. But large multiple choice assessments where one proctor is walking up and down aisles watching mm-hmm. you with itself is associated with like SATs and the most pressurized test taking situation that you could possibly create for somebody. So I'm glad you have that lens. That's really, that's a good question, Isaac. Um, I hope that works out for you, Brady. Definitely. Miles, take us away. All right. So the question that um, we had for you regarding um, Cam High is, well, since you're a senior, um, how has, how is how is your school dealing with the graduation and all the canceled senior events? Um, so it's been a lot of uh, we've we haven't had a lot of answers as onto that right now, um, but we do know like things like grad night is canceled, prom is canceled, uh, the proper graduation ceremony is canceled. Uh, but mm-hmm. the principal and ASB at the school did think of a solution for our graduation um so what it is is everybody so you're gonna have a time and you're gonna go up in your car and the principal will hand you uh your diploma um so it it, it, but it's just kind of keep that like whole like social distancing thing and i'm not super sure as to how it works i still need to get some of the details about that because Everyone isn't super sure about it yet, and they're still trying to figure it out considering it's in June 16th. So, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So he'll, he'll personally hand it to you? Hand it to each uh, student? I think so. I'm not super okay. sure about it. All right, cool. Awesome. Damien, take us away with the next one. I kind of have a more personal question for you. Uh, what made you decide to want to go into the Air Force rather than any other branch of the military? Oh, man. Um, well, I'm going to kind of preface with it, uh, with the, just joining the military in general. Uh, I'm, I'm a super patriotic person. I love this country. You know, it doesn't matter who it's run by. You know, I, I just love this country, and I, I personally feel it's one of the greatest uh, countries in the world and it would be an honor to serve it. Um, but the air force, um, I wanted everyone in my family to be, and everyone that I knew to be proud of what I was doing, but also myself to be proud with what I was doing. Um, I never really thought about the army just cause I, I don't know why it was just, I never looked into it. Um, I really wanted to join the Marines. I felt like that was one of the best ways to serve. But my mom and dad were not very, um, they, they didn't really approve of it just because they were afraid of me, like, you know, probably getting shot or PTSD or any of those bad things. Um, so there was a little bit of drama there. And I really wanted to join the Navy, but uh, there were some issues with that too. Um, some more personal issues that, w- that went into that as to why I wasn't able to go to the Navy. But so the Air Force just ended up being the best one to go to because it made my parents proud and I'd be proud to be part of the Air Force. As long as I get to put on the uniform every day and be able to say that I'm serving the country is, you know, it's, it's the greatest thing to me. Yeah, I, I understand that. And uh, it, is there a specific area or field in the Air Force that you're looking to go into or is it kind of just the overall umbrella of the Air Force? Oh, yeah. Um, so I plan on going into a more mechanical field. Uh, more specifically, the job I want to do is called Special Missions Aviator. Uh, so what's cool about this is you can do like search and rescue operations um, in a helicopter or whatever, or a plane, whatever it is. You're an air crewman. Yeah. Aircraft is your home. So, but it's also has mechanical stuff in it too. Like you'll say you can be fixing the helicopter pre-flight, post-flight, or even in-flight, which wow. is super cool to me. Wow. 
Um, and then after that, if I really like being in the Air Force that much, um, I'd probably be ending up working out a ton in a matter of four years so I can join something called the PJs, which are called para jumpers or para rescuemen. And it's the Air Force of Special Operations and they are um, medics, combat medics. Wow. I, <clears throat> Brady, I have to say, I get a lot of students each year a lot of seniors that want to, not a lot, a handful, but every year I get them that they want to join the military. And I grill them with a lot of questions. And I ask them some um, pretty gnarly ones as well. And I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that um, Bradley, Isaac, Miles, and Damien at some point in time were probably sitting in the room in one of the senior presentations <laughs> when I've had at a senior and ask them like point blank, some pretty heavy questions um, that basically are for the purposes of putting doubt in your mind with regards to knowing really and, and truly what it is that you're about to do um, as a career choice post high school. And the one answer that you gave is the answer that I have yet to really get from any of my students, which is regardless who's leading this country, I am still proud to be here I'm still proud to be a part of it. And I want to, you know, you're almost giving thanks in a way by showing the world the good that you can bring to all of us in, in helping keep us safe. Also, the, the, the route that you're, you're talking about traveling down is very heroic, very valiant, um, also very risky. Uh, and so hopefully you do get a chance to take that ASVAB again and you score much higher so they would never ask you to do anything like be in a helicopter and take part in something like that. Although I think you would really want to possibly you can maybe come up with the plan that people can follow or something just to keep you safer. Um, but that being said, that, that is noble of you to, to choose that career. Um, I'm super excited that you came on the show today for the first time, which I'm hoping will be of many. Um, I think we're just skimming the surface between the Bradley Brady uh, differences in this world and the rest of us want to know more. Um, so we'd like to get you back on regularly if possible. And um, you could also keep us um, posted with regards to what's going on at Cam High as um, <clears throat> you know, Cam High is, is the most traditional high school in Camarillo. They've definitely um, been able to pave the way for academics in, in all things Cam High um, this far, and I hope that they continue to give you guys the senior year that you all deserve over there. Um, so hopefully we will speak to you soon. Yeah. All right. I mean, Thanks, I'm on dude. quarantine, got nothing to do. I <laughs> no mean, place if you guys go. want me on, awesome. I'm always available. Awesome. You're telling me you haven't gone outside yet? You're telling me you have? Ah, you know what? excellent you know, fair, response. Fair point. Fair point. Excellent <laughs> response. Thank you. Touche. Let's all wash our hands. All right. Brady, thank you so much. Uh, and we will speak with you next week, dude. All right. Cool. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Uh, guys, so I have Sophia Johnson in the waiting room. And if you don't mind, um, I'd like to kind of get her on and we could start asking our next guest. Um, Brady was fantastic, first of all, and a senior from Camarillo High School. As you know, this podcast is uh, revolving around um, seniors from Ace Charter High School. And so a special treat for the second time in today's episode, we have Sophia Johnson, who is a senior at a private school in Ventura, and is experiencing the same, you know, outcomes, um, but with a different school. And so I'm super psyched to have her on the show. Sophia, can you hear us? Hi. Yes, I can hear you. Thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. <laughs> right on, right on. All right. Thanks for coming. Uh, and so we have um, some pretty crazy times ahead of us here. And how are you overall? Let me just start with that. I am doing pretty okay. Like I'm a total extrovert. So being kept inside has been pretty difficult throughout this whole time, but I've had my friends to talk to, which has been really nice. <laughs> That's kept me sane through everything. Okay. okay. 
So let me just ask you then my first question before I let the boys have at you a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> Are you social distancing? Yes, I am. I actually work at Chick-fil-A usually in okay. Ventura, but I'm not working there right now due to the whole virus thing. Right so on, right <laughs> I'm trying on. to extra social distance myself since I don't need to work there for income while other people do. I figured I might as well just like not work and like allow other people to have my shifts and stuff. Nice. So. That's very kind of you. Very kind <laughs> of you. Nice. Sophia Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Damien, begin our interview, my man. Uh, gladly. So, <laughs> hi there. Uh, so, like it's been said, you go to a, a private school. Yes. Uh, how is it going with your online classes? Because I'm assuming you have a lot smaller classes than we would at a charter school. Yes. So, I have my classes are pretty much all online too. But what's funny is in the classes, there's usually only like five people and sometimes only like two people at once because my entire high school has, I think, 10 people and there's two seniors graduating from my school. So we're really, really small. So like we'll have English and like Bible class will be like together and then we'll just all kind of have slightly different assignments based on our grade level. So, but we're like all in the room together and it's like really small. <laughs> Dang, I thought our school was small. Ten people yeah, in the entire same. school. Yeah, well, it's a K through twelve, so the rest of the school there's about I think like seventy ish kids, but the high school's the smallest of like all the sections. So. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Interesting. Man, attend the whole school for like their entire school life. That'd be weird. Yeah, that's what that's what one of my friends did. She started there in kindergarten and she graduated in 2018. So she was basically there like from the start, like through her whole high school, and wow. like which was which is so cool. I started going there freshman year, but and I've really enjoyed like the small atmosphere. So yeah, Sophia, that's there's a lot to be said for how positive of a school environment that must be if somebody goes there for 12 years. Yeah. I feel I like my seniors are ready to go after four. That's for certain. <laughs> that is for certain, 100% certain. But 12 years, that is awesome. Yeah, I couldn't imagine going there in the full 12 years because my mom actually homeschooled me before I started going to private school. Okay. So I've only been there for like three and a half years. Okay. So I haven't okay. been there the full time, but okay. I've enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Miles, take us into our next question. All right. Uh, first off, hi, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you, Miles. <laughs> and all right, so the question I have for you is, uh, what are your teachers like, like now, and how are they before all this? Yeah, my teachers are great. They're handling this like whole situation, as I'm sure like every teacher is. Like, it's such a hard situation right now. And they're taking so much time to like work with the students and they're like being very gracious and just like flexible with us, which I appreciate so much. Um, yeah, it's really, it was really great going to a small school because I know it's, it's very different because I've had the same teacher since ninth grade. So there's, oh, wow. I think like four teachers in the high school who teach the high school and like you have them for all the different classes, like all the way through. So I've had the same teachers freshman year math as I do senior year math so it's, wow. it's, it's fun because they get to know you and you get to know them so I really appreciate that a lot with going to a small school well that's cool so so you have so like you all know since you have a small school so all the teachers and all the students like know each other and it's like really close um like yeah, you guys are close it is really close and some of my friends who graduated before like come back to the school and like will help and like grade papers or whatever. So like we're all still really close, even with the ones who had graduated, which I think is so great. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is, um, and I'm glad to hear that as well. That that the staff is being gracious and flexible and adapting at a time like this. That's really yeah. important. I, think, for, <laughs> I need it for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's on so many levels, right, Sophia? That's that's it's the the part that teachers are playing in everybody's lives are pretty gnarly right now. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Um, good question, Miles. Isaac, take us away. Hi, Sophia. So Hello, Isaac. <laughs> how have you adjusted to online classes? Uh, are you guys hearing that it's going to be this way for a while? Yes. So 
my we when we first got off of school all of us were thinking oh yeah we're like gonna be back in a week it's gonna be all back to normal we're like gonna have graduation like everything's gonna be just how it was but no <laughs> we ended up like being off for the rest of the school year so it's it's been a pretty fairly smooth transition online classes because all the teachers just all hop on zoom like pretty much every other school's doing and we've just been working through our classes like as normal kind of <laughs> and they'll send in the work and then we'll get like a cam scan app and just copy and send in all the work so I mean it's pretty straightforward and I appreciate that like the teachers will work together so we're all on the same page so it's it's been pretty it's been a pretty good adjustment well it's very good to hear that your school is able to transition smoothly into online classes I know that some of the bigger schools are having a harder time transitioning from their oh, yeah. local learning to online Oh yeah, for sure. My mom's a school teacher, so she's going through all the same stuff. So, <laughs> awesome, um, Bradley. Right, right. Uh, sorry to keep on berating you about like private schools. It's oh, like, it's okay. It's always such a like a weird world for us. Right? Like, what's a private school? And right? everyone asks me about it. They're so shook. Like, you only have two people in your graduating class. <laughs> people always. <laughs> Oh, exactly. I was like, that's so weird. <laughs> right. So let me ask me another, or let me ask you another question about that. If you haven't heard enough sure. of them, uh, how's the work, right? Like it's, is it more or less that, do you know how, how to compare it? You know, like, I would say it's definitely less just cause the teachers just understand like what kind of a boat we're in right now. <laughs> and I really appreciate that a lot. And they have so much stuff to grade too, cause they're just getting emails like from the kids for just random assignments and it's it's a whole crazy thing but the work is definitely less but I wouldn't say it's easier like I'm doing less work but I would have such an easier time if I was in class able to work on it rather than doing it like at home because I'm more motivated when I'm in the classroom setting like when I'm with the teachers and everyone I am more motivated <laughs> when I'm at home there's distractions and I get so sidetracked so easily so it's much easier doing it in class so. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I've, always been, I've always been distracted here at quarantine. It's like, I know, man, work's easy. It's like, man, I just can't get it done. Yeah, that same thing. It's like, I'll be sitting trying to do my work and then my phone buzzes off and I'm like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> this isn't working. <laughs> school's, done for the, school's done for today. My old yeah. schedule. Why not? Yeah. This is interesting homework that I'm doing right now and learning what's really going on in the minds of high school seniors. Because I would have thought the opposite. I have to say that. I would have thought, man, I get to be home all day in my own environment. Kind of like Brady taking the test, right? Like I can, I can take my time. I can go at it as, a, as I will. Um, but then I guess there's so much flexibility and so much freedom that we have, right? I never looked at it that from, from yeah. that perspective. Interesting. So, and I know I like work better when I'm motivated in groups. So for me, it's more difficult when I'm having to work alone because I prefer like working with people, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So it, that's, that's been an adjustment for me. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, Sophia, so I, I want to ask, like, we, we are all from a small school. Yes. And, and that's really awesome um, because we just had somebody on before you that was from a huge school. Oh, and, okay. You know, and so it's, it's, you know, we're, we're excited to get these different perspectives and to hear that you guys are, are doing really well and adjusting well. Um, overall, what would you say is, is your major benefit of going to a small school setting? Honestly, it's just the teachers because it's been so great having like the same people and just it, how we're so small and yeah. close to it and everybody knows everybody. So it's, like a family in a way like and I know you probably experience a similar thing in your school too because like you just know the people throughout the whole high school experience and you like stick with the same friends because yeah. there's not like other people you just kind of like make your group and it's like you're there through whole high school interesting okay and what what is the name of the school give it a shout out man it's Ventura County Christian School it's right okay. off McMillan um my like foothill downtown Ventura right on okay so, yeah. okay okay very cool <laughs> Very cool. And do you feel as though then, I guess you went to the right school instead of your zone school? Because if you're over there, would, would Buena have been the school of, uh, that you would have had to have gone to? Yeah, I believe it was Buena. I think so. 
or it might have been Ventura High. I'm not exactly sure, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I really do appreciate going to a smaller school. And I mean, I had looked into going to into other schools too, like charter schools, or like I looked into going foot to Foothill a little bit too. Um, but I believe I made the right choice going to my school just just for me personally because I love the relationship I have with all my teachers. So. Nice. Nice. And what did you say you were thinking of doing after high school? So I had actually, I had been accepted into Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, oh, Arizona, fantastic. and I wanted to go study, um, study theater education. So that way I could teach it. So it's like a more, I guess, practical way to study the arts because <laughs> okay. it can actually lead to a job. But yeah. I decided just to not go there now. I may go there later, but I'm just going to stick at VC this year. So awesome. Is VC still free for, or is that just Oxnard College? I think they're like, I think there's like a Ventura Promise I heard from people, but I haven't really looked into it, so okay. I probably should get on that, but okay. I haven't looked into the college a lot yet, like specifically for Ventura College. Either way, though, I think if you had that decision that you're faced with as to going to private, right, in, um, in Arizona or right. going to um, your local community school, even if you had to pay for it, I do think your experience might not be very different right now, or at least not for the fall, even possibly the spring semester, because right. everyone's going to be conducting online learning, um, regardless of where we are. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get the same, you'll get your money's worth regardless of where you end up going. Um, for first sure. of all, because we, we have a lot of ACE students that go to Grand Canyon every year, and that's a great oh, choice. That's great. Yep. We have a, a lot of kids that end up going there. I mean, we're usually like 50 strong in graduation and we always have about five kids um go to grand canyon so that's about 10 percent. yeah it's and yeah. you know it's a it's a great school of congratulations for getting in um first of all and second of all thank you for coming on the show i mean Thanks. we <laughs> <laughs> we 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 appreciate the different perspective um i think it sounds like from the boys we got a ton more questions about um, private school, et cetera, and that, that life. And if you wouldn't mind, yeah. we'd like to maybe get you back on the show uh, and just find out more things about how Sophia Johnson's life is going amidst <laughs> oh, everything that awesome. we have going Thank on. Awesome. So awesome. Um, gentlemen, any final words for Sophia? Nope. I think we covered everything. Or right on. Don't get right sick. On. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Social distance. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Wash thing. your hands. Wash your hands. Wash I was going to say, you guys know me best. <laughs> Excellent. And thank you for letting somebody else take your ships. Um, that's a very noble thing for you to do, uh, yeah. especially at a time like this. Uh, you know, we've, we've never seen a, an economic disaster such as the one that we're in. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very crazy. much appreciated. On behalf of the person who's working instead of you there, thank you. That's really awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Sophia, nice talking to you. Nice we will definitely get you back on the show. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Gentlemen. So we have been filled with interviews so far. Both of them were awesome. Um, excellent job so far. And I'm going to now switch gears a little bit because I want to talk to you about the virtual awards assembly that I know you guys are working on. Um, and you know, we're, we're basically just going to utilize this podcast to disseminate that information. And we'll probably have to do the same thing again next week, even spend a lot more time in two weeks from now, we may have to actually conduct like a tutorial and use the podcast um, at, from, from that lens as well. So let's get right into it. Um, May 26th seems like it's the date for our virtual awards assembly. Um, somebody tell me what this is going to be like. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, I'm guessing you're talking about like the Minecraft graduation or are you talking Correct. about like a more? Okay, no, okay. The, the awards assembly through Minecraft. Absolutely. Right, right. That's going to be... Yeah, it's, 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 we're wrapping it up right now. We've moved the uh, server into a, a dedicated server now, and it's almost ready to deploy. We need to work on the user experience to make sure that everyone who, part who, part who participates can participate 
in a way that would benefit everyone and that would be seamless and simple to use, right? Awesome. Awesome. I think, I think it's going to be something very interesting and something very, very nice we can write down and talk about once everything gets blown over and whatever, you know? Okay. And so some updates um, from what, what Bradley is telling us. We have a Minecraft environment that will replicate all things Ace Charter on May 26th. Um, and in our previous years, we've had graduation and given out a slew of awards um, as graduation is like an awards assembly. And then we give you guys diplomas um, at the same time. So this year um, we're separating the two. And what I'm going to do is try to basically figure out a way to get everybody who's going to be in the senior class in the same virtual platform. And it sounds like Bradley and company um, have been able to do that. Um, we have a server that we're hosting in our own environment in. Um, and so I guess I'll keep question with you, Bradley, how do, uh, how do we get seniors involved in this scenario? Like what, what are they, what are, what are seniors expected to do here? If I'm a senior and I'm, I took no part in creating this, what can I expect? So what you can expect is a new laptop at your front door for maybe a week to, partic to participate. <laughs> or at least I assume that's, or at least I assume that's what's going to happen. Correct? I, I pick them up on Friday. Absolutely. Right. So if you are participating, you will expect a new machine that, are, that is capable of running Minecraft. And in that case, anyone who is interested will be sending out a Discord link or in some way of doing that which will also come with instructions on how to join the server and how to participate and how to participate. Awesome. Now, can I join early and make like my house somewhere and come out of my house? Like just hang in that area. Is that possible? Uh, I don't know about being early, but I do know the way that we've set this up is the middle of the world will consist of the building and the graduation area. That area will be protected from building, and so when you wander outside that that certain boundary, you can then function like a normal Minecraft world. You can create a house, you can create portals and what whatnot that can interact with the rest of the Minecraft world. We also have buildable plots in the area using a currency system, so you can build a plot of land inside of the graduation area if you want to. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! That was like the extent of my knowledge of Minecraft, as I've I've spent like an hour in total playing and it could be like 60 different times of one minute each time trying to play the game getting frustrated and, and not moving any forward um so that's that's phenomenal i am i'm stoked to to see how this plays out damien can i ask you what needs to happen in the immediate future like um what help do you need or what should the rest of us be doing to prepare for that evening well i mean personally i've never really had anything even close to something like this in my own experience so i'm in a similar boat to the rest of you guys uh right now what i'm doing to prepare for it at least is kind of just making sure I, i'll have a somewhat quiet place to uh do all this work on it and join in the server and uh make sure that i'll have uh, that day kind of free so that I'm not doing anything else and that I'm available to be there. Awesome. Awesome. I, I'll tell you, I, I am so excited for something like this to roll out. I was wondering if I could customize my avatar, maybe give it a, like a mustache, like a handlebar mustache. I always <laughs> thought I could rock one of those. This might be my chance. Um, you can do anything you want with it, man. Go awesome, crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Okay, Miles, let me ask you, this is a loaded one. So let's say the graduation or the, the awards assembly goes really well. And everybody has like this amazing time. We all get our awards. Um, the staff and I have selected all of the winners. Um, plaques are being made. Everything works out great. We have a, an amazing night on the 26th. Do you think, okay, do you think school could go virtual 
with a platform like this in the future? It's well, when you say go, go virtual, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you mean entirely, entirely like have, have the entire um, experience be virtually. And responding to a loaded question with another loaded question, Miles, I'm proud of you. So yeah, definitely. What I'm, what I'm referring to is actually, um, now that you're exposing what, what I really am planning, um, all core academics be hosted in a virtual environment. And so if it, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of Minecraft craft because it's, it's fresh on our plate and on our minds. And that's what we're working with, with regards to this awards assembly. And so I would venture to wonder why in like a ready player one esque scenario, a student couldn't enter into the middle of the world, into the ACE charter building, go into Miss Renteria's class and take language and literature for an hour that day. Um, as the rest of the kids in that class can, can go into that room and do exactly the same thing. So that's kind of, that's where I, th but I do think we'll have to go to school for career and technical education on this like really crazy staggered schedule miles so only for academics core academics yeah i i was i was actually gonna uh mention the ready player one environment how it kind of sounded like like yeah. that's what you were going for yeah um it's 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 a cool idea it may be plausible um you know there'll just have to be a lot of work to be put into it to actually make sure everything runs smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I my podcasting started with this notion of a new school. The new school included that virtual platform. And so um, I'm, I'm psyched that you guys are doing this for a number of reasons. Number one, um, it does give the seniors in the class of 2020 something special to look forward to. Um, I do have a graduation up my sleeve planned for you guys that I'll tell you a little about at the end of this episode. Um, but that would also be able to still honor everybody, I think, in a way that is absolutely necessary and special. Um, and so that's, that, there's that side of things. But then there's also this, it's opening up doors to so much more. And, you know, when you think about it, Damien's response with this all being new to him and then going out there and getting into this virtual world. I mean, how much of a learning curve, Damien, do you think you have before you think you know how to do everything the way you should be and you can interact with the game appropriately? Well, I've had experience with Minecraft in like different consoles and gaming systems, mm -hmm. but I've never actually had experience in a dedicated server or like such a big scale project like this. Mm -hmm. So the whole experience of like building the entire school and having this many people on a single game is kind of new to me because yeah. like I said, I usually most of the time play alone building random structures and things that aren't like, uh, how do you put it? Meaningful in a way. But in this, it's actually going towards something and it kind of has to be at least a little bit structured for it to work. Okay. Okay. So I'd say about, if I was given a good, probably two weeks to a month to kind of get the hang of it, mm. I'd be able to work on, work on everything without needing any assistance. But... I'd say a probably good like two, three days with assistance to where I can at least be where I need to be and then ask a question on, Hey, how do I do this? Okay. Interesting. And so that, that, that's not a long time. Like I guess the point that I'm also trying to make is my kids have been on a virtual learning platform for two and a half months and we're still trying to figure it out. And I think I'm a pretty tech savvy individual at this point with regards to online learning platform. So um, those are interesting answers. Um, the virtual awards assembly is something that I'm really excited to continuously bring people up to date with, um, as I think that that's going to be one of the coolest things we've done at Ace Charter High School, period. Um, so um, 
let's flip the switch into some news talk um, with Isaac Souls. Isaac, take us away. What do you got for us? All right. I got some big news today. So we have a movie theater company called AMC, one of the largest in the country with over a thousand theaters to its name. Recently, they banned all Universal films to be shown at their theaters. Why? Um, Universal recently released a movie called Trolls World Tour straight to streaming. I'm not going to lie to you. Usually, yeah, usually, yeah, I I watched it. It's, (laughs) I, I, the plot was a little strange to me, but I can get why some people would like it. Usually there's a courtesy where you don't upload movies straight to streaming until 90 days after the theaters can show it. Mm. But with this, Universal went straight to video and the AMC CEO the day right after banned all Universal films to be shown at their theaters. And even now they're still sticking their ground. I got to tell you something. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this right at, at you, um, Miles, because I feel like if we were to replace the two parties with AMC theaters as maybe let's say your government and then universal as maybe the people, right? Doesn't it seem like Universal was acting on behalf of the people like, hey man, here's this long-awaited massive kids movie that'll give parents something for their kids because you can't come and see it otherwise, regardless of the 90 days, right? Like what were they supposed to do for 90 days? Sit there and, and, and not generate income since no one could, could go to the theater? And so AMC is like, hey man, business first. Business still exists i don't know miles am i am i looking too much into that uh no i i I see the the connection you're making um yeah i see the connection you're making now with right amc both amc and universal like they have i don't want to call it power but they have control of um yeah of what's going to come out and when yeah so or just the fact that Universal says, all right, we're going to put the movie out on streaming. Um, it kind of, it cuts AMC out and they're, <laughs> oh, they're mad about it. I mean, I can see AMC's point, um, but let's just go, let, let me just go through all of you really quick. Which, which side are you on, um, Isaac, AMC or Universal? I am on AMC side, but for one reason, it's, this isn't really out of nowhere. AMC and Universal have been at war for the past couple of years. Okay. Movie theaters and the movie studios usually get a 50-50 split on movies. Universal has demanded to get upwards to 80 to 90% of their revenue while only giving AMC and other theaters 10%. Oh, so wow. okay. I don't think it's really out of left field okay. for AMC to ban Universal films. But even then, I feel like it's just a heated decision from AMC right now during amidst all this chaos. I feel like it was like out of nowhere. And when this pandemic dies down and we could start moving back to movie theaters, I feel they're going to transition back. Because even with just the 10% 10 to 20% revenue they're getting, that's still a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, Trolls World Tour made upwards of, I think, $147 million dollars. All remote. Yeah, all remote. If and that's on platforms that is widely available, but not always. Yeah. And just getting a twenty percent cut of that would be very good for movie theater companies. Interesting. So okay. I don't say this is out of left field, but I'm kind of neutral in the matter. Okay. Bradley, AMC or Universal? I think movie theaters are a tad bit outdated now with technology showing how easily convenient it can be. Like streaming, I don't need mm. to go to a movie theater anymore to watch a new movie. I can just load it up on Netflix or whatever and be like, "Wow, here it is in my own here in the comfort of my own living room. I don't need to be near anyone." Interesting, interesting take, Damien. AMC or Universal? Uh, well, I'd have to say that I'm more. Uh, sorry, I'm making myself something to drink. Uh, I'd say I'm on the side of uh, uh, Universal. Okay. All right. Miles? Oh, go ahead. Give us your reasoning. Give us your reasoning. I understand that they need to stay in business. They're not 
like they're not able to make any revenue through this whole quarantine. So them sending it out to streaming services makes a lot more sense than waiting and saying, yeah, we're just going to sit back and let our profit dwindle until we can finally release this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The business perspective. I like it. Miles, tell me, round us off. What do you think? AMC or Universal? All right, I'm gonna play the um, I'm gonna play the other card and go with Universal. Um, and re- reason being is because I think they're I think I think they're they're adjusting to to what's happening right now because people aren't people aren't going to movie theaters because of quarantine. So I think in I think in Universal's mind they're thinking, well, what's the use of us waiting for the movie theater to uh, put the movie out in movie theaters when no one's even going to watch it then. And instead we can just stream it and just profit almost immediately. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm playing the universal um, universal part. <laughs> right on. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, that's an interesting one, Isaac. Keep us uh, keep us surprised of what's going on there. As I'm, I'm curious to know what ends up happening. I'm a, I'm gonna stay on the side of Universal as well, um, because I, I I'm a Trolls fan, and I feel like if that movie didn't come out, my kids didn't watch it 60 times between now and when it did. Um, I don't know what I would have done for that hour 40 minutes each time that they were watching it. Like I could have gotten so much. I could be work. I could be on this podcast. I could be watching it right now. You guys. Wait, you're, you're through... telling me your kids have only seen it 60 times. I know. Seriously. Seriously. Only wait. Only that's like a minimum. That's insultingly it's started. It's 20 bucks every time, man. Come on. It's a pandemic. What am I supposed to do? Um, all right. So let's flip the switch here. And um, I want to get into our weekly question that I have for you guys before we get into video game talk with my video game challenge last week, McGuire held it down with you guys and we were able to get almost all of them. And so I'm going to, I'm going to start off with an easy one and we'll work our way to the more um, complicated one, but I only have three for you today. The first one, blades of steel. Atari. Nope. I was thinking of um, Blade of Blades of Glory, but Blade of Steel. That's NES. Yes, NES. That's correct. Blades of Steel. That's the ice skater one, right? It is the hockey. Oh, the sorry, hockey. hockey. One. Sorry. Yep, it came out in 1987, I believe, or 1988. And um, Blades of Steel was the game brought up in the movie Swingers, which I don't know if you've ever seen. At some point <laughs> oh, yes. time down the road, they are playing the game when the delivery man comes. Pizza, pizza delivery man comes. And um, they're trying to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed, which was just a terrible part because Gretzky is the greatest. So, thank um, you, Konami. Entertaining, yeah, Konami definitely. Um, and so, second one, Contra. Just yes, the overall. Uh, overall. Okay, yeah. so arcade NES, arcade but it's NES. most popular on NES because Absolutely. of the famous Contra code. Correct. Do you guys know the Contra code as a bonus question? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start, select. Ooh, I think the last part is reversed, but I'll give it to you. Is it A, B? I'm pretty, I thought it was BA. I think it's BA, BA, select, start. Is it BA, BA? I thought it, can we get a Contra code checker? Can we get a, can we get a Contra code, you guys? Um, (laughs) Okay, I got it right here. Up, up, nope. down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. Ooh, BA start. So it does Ooh, not have select. No select. Wow. No select. Wow. Oh, it was out in 88. And so that's, uh, you know, quite a long time since I played it, but that's interesting. I used to, I loved it. 30 guys. Okay, last one. Tough one. So I'm bringing it on this one. I will admit this is not a popular game. This is a game, though, that I played, and I totally loved it when I was a kid. I don't know. I think I would be afraid to play it now. Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, I feel like I've heard what? of that. Oh, yes. I Toe Jam like and I've Earl. Wait, Toe Jam and Earl? Yes. Are you talking about the original Xbox game, Toe Jam and Earl? 
before Xbox. Oh wait, I'm thinking of Toad Jam and Earl Three. Uh, it was mm. it was, Se- it was, was Sega. Sega. Yeah, Sega. Correct. Sega. Toad Jam and Earl. It had mm. that weird, <laughs> like orange big guy with the hat. Yes, that's right. And then the weird like hot dog looking dude. Yeah, I have it for Xbox over here actually. So Toad Jam and Earl came out in 1991, and it was like a little bit more of an interactive game than you were used to because you could kind of go anywhere on the board instead of just left or right. Um, and that was big news. That was big news back in the early 90s, late 80s. So um, You only have that on Earl. PCs, huh? Um, I've never played it on a, on a PC before, but I definitely Not got it. Not Toe Jam and Earl, but just like the style of like go anywhere, kind of yes. interact with anything. That was like a PC yeah. dominated field. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, back in the day, back in the day when, when people were playing on like Tandy 1000s, et cetera. Um, King's Quest off the top of my head. Um, I will admit also Leisure Suit Larry way back in the day. Um, Living like Larry. You know, I mean, now Leisure Suit Larry, I think, is still a game. It's still inappropriate, things like that. Back then, it was on computers. Um, and so, yeah, you're right. You could go pretty much anywhere and dictate your direction um, at that point. But um, so thanks for, for um, experiencing that challenge with me and going down that road of video game past and, and Clausy's history. Uh, so video game talk. What do we got, guys? What do we got? I got some big news for those Tony Hawk Pro Skater gamers who used to play it on the old systems for PlayStation. They are remaking the first two games and packing JIT into one. Um, it's a studio that has been remaking like the Banjo-Kazooie games and um, a bunch of remasters. And we're getting a Tony Hawk 1 and 2 game with all the original controls and everything. I wow. definitely remember playing the original back in the day. Definitely. It's interesting because one of the biggest controversies over it was getting all the music from the first game imported to the second. Because all, that, all those songs and licensings are hard to transfer over. And surprisingly, they were able to get most of the soundtrack from the first two games ported over to the first, but not all. Awesome. Awesome. I remember going to like skating shops or whatever, man, and seeing like people play like Tony Hawk skater or whatever, man. It was, it was weird. I, I actually kind of like, where'd they go? Skating games are gone. Not that yeah. I enjoyed them any, but like, they had a weird stink to them, man. It was weird. Yeah, the last game we had was what? Skate 3? Oh, in, dude. I love what, Skate 2016, 2015, maybe? We haven't <laughs> seen a good skateboard game in years. You guys might not have. What? If you, okay, can you tell me of a good skateboard game that you've experienced recently? Yeah, I still, dude. I still play all like the original skate games. Not the it. original. No, new I mean like skateboard games that have come out. Like 2018, oh, 2017, new ones that have come out. Yeah, why do we get a new Madden, but we can't get a new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Well, that doesn't count. Madden's one of those games that they just take the same game and put a new number on it. You could do the same with skating games. Yeah, true. Does that give them? Does that make them more moral of a company since they don't just rebrand it? They just want a new experience with the skating games. I mean, I would think so. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I'm I'm trying. I was trying to think of there was another skating game that I played, and it was like super basic, and you could even like you had to avoid a can. I feel like one of the boards you were close to the ocean, and I can't really think of just skate. Yeah, we can't really think of what the heck the name of it is, but I was a sucker for a good skating game. Um, I think also because most times you, you're just like wrecking the board and the better you wreck it, the, the higher your points are or something. That was somewhat entertaining to me as a kid. So, um, but interesting. Okay, a new Tony Hawk coming out. Any PS5 updates, anybody? Uh, nothing new that I've heard of, no. Okay. Nope. Didn't the new Xbox One thing have a, like a press release or whatever in any in like E3 showcase whatever? Yeah, we recently got the games that are starting with the Xbox X. You mean um, the new Elder Scrolls? Uh, I don't think Elder Scrolls is going to be one of the first to upload with it, but we got a bunch like um, I'm trying to remember the list of games. We have like being ported over to it though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we have 
Da, 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 da. We have Halo Infinite. We Ooh, have really. Yeah, Halo Infinite is straight with Xbox Series X. We got Dirt Five, another <laughs> Dirt game. Uh, we've got the new Yakuza game, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I can't wait to try. Which is Assassin's Creed, but it's set in the uh, Viking era. And then Outriders and Watch Dogs Legions. Just a bunch of good games that are coming out to Xbox Series X. I love I'm that. surprised that Sony with their PS5 is being more conservative with their information and not releasing a lot of stuff. I've also heard some things about the press release or whatever it's called, right? They don't show any gameplay because I think they're allergic to it. <laughs> it's always oh, yeah. scenes or something. Who, uh, PlayStation? No, no, Xbox. Yeah, Xbox oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. show like any gameplay. So I, I guess out stuff. I guess in that way they're also being conservative too of what their console can do because Sony isn't saying anything. Uh, I guess Xbox is saying stuff, but not too many things pertaining to the quality of the console. So I think they're both even in some regard. Interesting. I mean, I got to tell you, I, if if an Xbox, a new Xbox or a new PS5 came out, would you guys get it? Yes. That's too much money. Uh, probably not. I don't see the incentive. Maybe a PS5, because I know there's stuff like Horizon Zero Dawn that comes on on that. I really love that game. That's a great but, game. Yeah. Oh, you played it? <laughs> I have played Horizon wait, Zero Dawn. Wait, wait. Clausy's played Horizon Zero Dawn? Quite a bit. Did, did Quite you know this before, I think? No. I keep those to myself. <laughs> We're slowly digging out the gamer in Mr. Clausy. <laughs> it was it's a really, I game. loved it. I mean, it's Next. robots and dinosaurs. How can you not like that game, man? That's Next episode, game. secretly unveiling the gamer in Clausy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have an entire podcast dedicated to Mr. Clausy just playing video games. I love it, man. Okay. I love it. Can we get a Mr. Clausy Let's Play series? I was going to say, when's the Twitch stream? <laughs> I was going to have wins. a... I was going to Twitch myself playing Super Mario Brothers before, but I thought, you know... Oh, we need it. that. We need we it. Do it, you know? You have um, at least five listeners already. <laughs> well... On that topic of Twitch, um, if I could transition completely, um, I wanted to give you guys and our listeners some information on graduation. So tomorrow night is our board meeting, um, which is the last one of this school year. And at that meeting, usually it's a very different May um, agenda. However, this year we're going to be talking all things graduation. And so I've been able to work out some stuff with the Oxnard Police Department and a few things are still in the works with regards to what that's going to look like. But it does seem like we will be able to have an actual graduation ceremony, albeit one that is short uh, and sweet. But I will be able to create a way where you guys will be able to obtain your diploma on May 27th at 2 p.m. at Oxnard College. And so we are keeping the date the exact same the time and everything, the exact same. And we're going to have our graduation ceremony for you guys at Oxnard College in parking lot H. And so all of those details to come will be massively disseminated um, once the board and everybody um, finds out that this is what uh, we're gonna do and they okay and approve our plans. Um, but I, I do want you guys to be the first to hear, as Mr. Middleton and I are the only other ones that really are aware of this, um, we do have a graduation ceremony planned for you. It is on, on May 27th. It is at 2 p.m. It is at Oxnard College, and you will be getting your diploma in front of the rest of your senior class. Um, we're going to broadcast it, and I do think that um, we're going to be able to make it special nonetheless for you guys. And following on the heels of the virtual awards assembly, those are two back-to-back -back events that I think will just kind of maybe do our best or define what is our best right now um, in honoring, honoring you guys before you go. What do you think of that? Is this our second graduation we're talking about, like the real one, or are we going to be having more real one later down the line? So you can best believe once everything comes out and Fauci says we have a cure and we can all go back to school, that a regular graduation ceremony will still be held. 
um, I think that will mark a celebratory event that extends far greater than just you guys graduating. Our, our college and high school graduation are going to be one. It's just going to be like <laughs> in, a, in, a, in an extended time. No, Damien, we don't want to wait four years <laughs> to have to do this. We're hoping that maybe maybe we got 12 months in us at best. Steps on the um, school campus. I haven't been in one of these for years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. We'll, we'll cross these bridges as we get there, but if your question was, will that substitute for the actual graduation ceremony? No, that is just supplanting. Does that make sense? So in other words, it is in place and it is to make it the actual event, but it is not the actual event that we will have for you um, as we only have a short amount of time due to a lack of the ability to obtain a permit um, and a number of other health regulations. We're going to be in and out um, but we're going we're gonna to do it with as special of a venue as we could possibly create. Um, so I wanted to kind of drop a little bit of that bomb on you guys. So you are aware May 27th, we will have a graduation. May 26th, obviously you're aware we'll have a virtual awards assembly as well. Um, and so to kind of take us to the conclusion, because we're going to wrap up here, it does seem like we are in the middle of ACE Wars. Um, I have been doing Ace Wars for the past two days. Have you guys ever watched Dodgeball? I've played Dodgeball. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Bradley, don't play Dodgeball. This is not a very PC <laughs> sport to play anymore. What are you um, talking about? It's great. Yeah. It's still the best sport ever. Right. And, uh, and second, um, the movie Dodgeball with Vince Vaughn uh, oh. and Ben Stiller, right? Um, yes. Uh, R.I.P. Jerry Stiller, by the way. Uh, my wife and I met him once he lived in our old neighborhood in new york um nonetheless ben stiller um was in it he was a global gym um enemy he's the bad guy in the movie vince vaughn represents average joe's gym fantastic movie anyway the judges in that movie um are who mr middleton and i are trying to become throughout the course of this week um we have been cutthroat we are cracking jokes just to hear mcguire hatler Middleton, go at each other. It's quasi-inappropriate, but definitely Ace Wars at its best. Um, there is cheating going on. We have managed to virtually cheat. Um, I think Mr. Middleton just awarded himself some points uh, yesterday. Cheaters, which were, which cheaters. Were weird, Mr. Grinhauser called him out, and he's keeping him honest. Um, but I definitely think if you guys are free today at 3 o'clock and tomorrow as well at 3 o'clock, we do like a Jeopardy-based – Ace Wars with a bunch of questions. We have teams. Um, questions vary from video games to pop culture to academics. And so we've had a lot of fun with that. Um, and I just wanted to give you guys an update. Ace Wars is on this week and it has been intense. I do think, if I can remember correctly, I think McGuire might be in second place. I know that Mr. Vasquez, Mr. Lang, Ms. Renteria. Um, and then there's a slew of teams like uh, Ace News has a team that's out there. Um, and, and, and everybody is kind of vying for that top spot. So today and tomorrow, we're going to separate the winners from the losers, of course. So if you guys aren't doing anything at three o'clock, even if you just want to log on and listen to the madness, um, it's always, you know, everybody is always welcome. And so with that said, you guys, both Brady and Sophia are awesome guests. Um, I'm happy that we had them. Thank you for doing the legwork and getting them on. And I'm looking forward to bringing them back. Um, next week, we're going to bring you some more updates on all things senior year at ACE. And thank you guys for listening. This is Joe Clossy, Damian Fenn, Isaac Souls, Bradley Walsh, my man, Miles, signing off this week. Uh, we will see you guys next week. We also have some senior presentation information as well. Hey, now, that's coming up. Uh, and um, wash your hands, you guys. Stay safe out there. Thanks, everybody.